0: Hey guys, I'm Brittany. I'm Maria, and this is the Be More podcast. And you might be thinking to yourself, "Hey, I just heard something that was different than what usually happens in the beginning of these episodes." And you are a hundred percent correct.
1: Yeah, it's now. a longer, it's a longer intro, and it's like
0: specifically designed for us by yeah. our amazing friend uh, Andrew from the uh, Andrew Cavanaugh Music.
1: Out. I'm gonna say that Sorry, Andy. Andy, if
0: I just did that. Great, yeah. let me double check.
1: He was on a previous episode. Oh, it's from
0: here. the Kavanaugh Music Company, but it's from our go. friend Andrew Kavanaugh, who created the Kavanaugh Music Company.
1: There you go. There <laughs> took we go. Sorry, a second. I took a second. I'll get
0: better at doing it because now every week we're gonna talk about Andy and his amazing musical accompaniment that he created for us.
1: Yes, and all his uh, info is down below in the description. So. If you need, if for some reason you need a podcast intro outro situation, can yeah, reach out to Andy.
0: And Andrew was on our podcast in previous episodes. He came on yes. and talked about his work as a music therapist. So if you're interested in anything in that field, we learned a lot in that episode and nerded out a lot about music and sounds, yep. uh, definitely go back and check that out. Angie, thank you. You are the best yes. love you.
1: Thank and you thank you for
0: dealing with us through this process. Cause guys <laughs> making music is a process. Um, and. Maria and I were talking about how absolutely awesome it was that, like, what Andrew made for us very well embodies who we what are. What this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the sound that would be
1: us if we were just a bunch of instruments, mostly the bass and the drum. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the process was cool, honestly. Yeah. The work in progress and, like, all that stuff. So, Andy did a really great job from the beginning. To I remember air. correctly. The, the, the transition made, was ridiculous.
0: <laughs> he made the analogy initially to us. Like, I'm just going to throw some spaghetti at the wall and see where yeah, it, like, see what sticks. We can make something nice out of whatever is left on the wall. And that's exactly what he did. I don't know how. It
1: sounds like our podcast.
0: Yeah, there we go. <laughs> exactly. It sounds like our podcast. We mean well, and all the nutrients that you need are in that spaghetti pasta that gets thrown at the wall. It's just whatever <laughs> sticks after sticks after. So thank you Literally. for joining us. And Maria just brought to my attention uh, that this is we're marking two was it really in january i thought it was like in march that we started was it really two
1: um yeah so it is two years i have because me and Brittany have a word doc or a google doc ah. our first episode was and i put the upload dates <laughs> for a reason <laughs> um yep. the upload date of the first episode was february 4th and this is wow. gonna come out february 1st so That's close enough Crazy. yeah and like i can't believe it's been two years
0: I'm just happy that we've been so consistent, as consistent as we were. Yeah. yeah. Been, because that was our biggest thing with wanting to get it launched in the first place was just the worry about consistency. But it honestly, it's so funny how it's really just turned into a modern way for us to do what we used to do growing up. Cause honestly, in all reality, guys, on the weekends or like the weekends were the only time, like weekend mornings and like afternoons are the only times that I was ever home. And I would always just end up wandering over to Maria's house and we would just like sit somewhere and like either like, like play on the piano or she tried to teach me how to play video games or like we were just sitting doing like majority of what we do right now and having conversations. So it's just been like
1: a, an adult way for
0: us to yeah extend that experience, which is super cool.
1: Yeah. um, I, I think, yeah, the consistency was the one thing. But also I think once we fell into a routine, it was just like, yeah, we're podcasting at on sundays at like noon like that's yeah which is a part of my weekly routine now so yep but yeah it's possible
0: especially because it just came from a very tiny idea and please note that like two years like yay we have a long way to go um Uh but this is also a good practice for me because i don't celebrate things that i've done you don't well well you don't i don't i'm really bad apparently I work with um, a, like an amazing coach who I work with for my BCA business and um, oh my Lanta, when you're so used to like looking ahead and moving us the next thing and like checking things off of your to do list and things like that, you get very caught up in moving forward and then you don't celebrate the fact that you've already done stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And a lot of my issue with life is in doing that, I'm always so like, what's next, what's next, moving ahead, moving yeah. ahead. I'm so obsessed with like the growth that I can lose sight of the, and I only do it with myself. I'm so good at <laughs> celebrating everybody else's like littlest achievements and like, like, especially when I'm working with like students and things like that. But I don't know. I'm just, we talked about this, my lack of being Content yeah. With where
1: I am, so I
0: good. Thank you for bringing this up because now we can celebrate the fact that we <laughs> freaking did it for two
1: years, dude. Yeah, and we're still here. We're still around. So I think we're still uh, doing it, and it's just yeah. getting better. Podcasting, like it's a there's a learning curve to this. Yeah, know. yeah. There's a learning yeah. curve. Um, I mean, two years, and we now officially have like an intro, outro. So yeah. like, you know, it's <laughs> it's literally just a work in progress every single year.
0: <laughs> and it's so hard. I feel like the podcast world just like
1: blew Exploded up loaded during the yeah. pandemic and
0: so many people started a podcast and it can be really hard in the world of having like comparing yeah. like your journey and other journeys and and like by all means like maria and i don't come on here and we're like we are the best resource and knowing all things about blah blah, blah. like we're not we're no. just fumbling through um and as i've seen a lot of reels lately that are about the upcoming millennial 30 year olds that are all like that have you seen that reel that's like so are we supposed to know what we're doing oh no
1: okay cool i've seen so many of those reels variations of it yeah yeah. that are like
0: very much around people that are our age so i feel like this podcast is just a proof of celebrating the fact that like we don't really know what we're doing and we're just kind of bumbling through it and we still moved two years ahead and we now have you know
1: some music we have this yeah no i think seriously like i feel like all those reels and tiktoks are literally no one knows what the hell they're doing especially in the world of podcasts like our idea is very simple and like i feel like that's every other podcast you know what i'm saying so like there's a lot of podcasts out there doing the same thing just in different narratives and and we just do this
0: experiences
1: yeah and we just do this for our own fun Mm -hmm. (laughs) at the end of the day i think that's what make podcasts that are successful successful is that and like longevity is that they're just doing it for fun and not like for the views or anything um yeah that's what that's and what we have, like, continue to do honestly
0: the whole point of our podcast and we struggled so much we've talked about this before like we struggled so much with what we were going to name it and yeah like what the, our intention was behind it and all of this stuff and <laughs> uh, like honestly none of that really mattered it was just about the two of us like coming with our experiences and wanting to have a conversation and wanting to invite mm-hmm. other people into that conversation and wasn't it an easy thing for us? No, it wasn't awkward as hell. Yeah. Are we both more comfortable just doing it now? I feel like for yeah. me, for me, it just feels like we're having a conversation on Zoom. Like, and then i and then I yeah. remember other people are potentially going to be listening to it and I'm like, okay. Um.
1: Well, this is why post edit, I have to edit some things <laughs> out, whatever we say, just right. in case. So Correct. there's always that post edit situation, but no, I mean, with, with anything with time, it just feels like in the beginning it was so fucking awkward. Oh, I, yeah. hated, I hated, I hate it every like, Not hated, but I was just like, wow, I could be doing something else with my time. But now I'm like, yeah, I'm podcasting. No one bothered me for two hours. I don't remember <laughs> to like
0: what what area of content this was and how I took this in, but yeah. I remember recently having had conversations around confidence with people and then I think it was a quote or something that i saw that was talking about and then i it, i've have experiences like this that now are examples of the truth of this fact but we get this misunderstanding that mm-hmm. and i used to live by this un- misunderstanding that like confidence is something that You it's something that you kind of wear almost like it's like putting oh, yeah. a p-shirt or put it like you wear your confidence right um and that if you don't have it in your closet, right? You can't wear it, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But I'm just now starting, and and then you need to put on the jacket in order to walk into the certain arena, right? To have a certain type of experience that makes you feel confident. But I'm now Mm -hmm. starting to learn that we all have confidence like inside of us. It's not something you need to wear. It's just something you need to bring to the surface. And what's challenging about it is that you don't build it and the fire doesn't get stronger and burn brighter inside of you until you actually do the actions that help fuel it yeah so like uh, confidence yeah. isn't something that you can just have and purchase and put on and be like haha it's something that you have to build by doing you have to be you have to take action to build confidence in something to feel like you understand what you're doing. Like you, I can't think of the word, like to edify yourself, like you need to have the experience behind you to build the confidence. You don't just get confidence. And my biggest issue in so much of my life is that I got a lot of confidence Mm
1: -hmm.
0: from feeling like, oh, I have it. Or I have a reason to be confident instead of actually going through and having the experiences to support my, so like I had Mm -hmm. a lot of false confidence.
1: Yeah. You kind of faked it.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm super good at faking it. But, I mean, <laughs> I also to understand like where that comes from, I was in the performing arts, right? Yeah. I'm really good at
1: faking. Th- like, I'm, I can fake it. Yeah. If- you kind of, you kind of had to do it.
0: Yeah. It's the dangers. And part of the reasons why I deal with the mental demons that I deal with, but like just because I can do that doesn't mean I had real confidence and I didn't know the difference,
1: Yeah.
0: but being able to do, this podcast, along with a lot of other shit that's going on in my life, Mm -hmm. I've built a lot of that confidence. And now I can really say, and I still have moments that I'm like, I have none in this moment right now because my fire has been squashed or like, I've never done something like this, like whatever I'm going to do before. So I don't have the confidence yet because I've never taken action like this before, but this podcast is a perfect example of how I've been able to build confidence, especially around the areas of talking about
1: like mental health and like real yeah. life Shit. So, Um yeah it's just another form of like public speaking which yeah. i mean like everyone hates public speaking but i mean same here like the more times you do it yes you still get nervous yes it's still nerve-wracking and like you hate it but like once you go through it it's like oh it's just like another task that i have to do to be a human For sure. just like with like this it's just like in the beginning i was like i don't know what the hell i'm going to talk about i'm not that <laughs> exciting to listen to but i mean clearly 80 episodes in we're still <laughs> someone's still listening yeah and <laughs> i know? think that too
0: it's been on a not like self-development level yeah. i handle myself better not like you said not only in the public speaking situation in person but we have to our world is a lot of zoom calls now our world's a lot yeah. of virtual stuff now and yeah. i know how to conduct myself and feel really i feel confident speaking in a zoom call or like um, having to have like present myself and make sure that you can see mm-hmm. me and you can hear me and I'm doing all of that stuff because we do it here consistently every week
1: right um, that's true too
0: and that like you said that skill set is transferable and I'm not yeah. saying like if you're somebody who has to give presentations at work on zoom like start a podcast like I'm not saying no that. that's not it <laughs> but like if you look at it the the baseline of what maria and i do is we sit here and we have conversations with friends and friends of friends and it's just mm-hmm. a very social situation it's very laid back and social but the skills that you're building in communication are still transferable to other areas of your life
1: correct yeah uh, so 100 percent.
0: i've definitely seen that too in places where there are there are people who i know who do a lot more zoom calls than me but because there's always an air of professionalism over them mm-hmm. there's no sense of like the personability is lacking um yes.
1: yeah you're right and
0: like the ability to like the ability to command the room is there but then they get boring you know what i mean like there's yeah,
1: it's, no- it's literally just like stagnant, just like you know just like yeah. going through the motions of and whatever i'm sure agenda. that now
0: anybody who works from home experiences that <laughs> stuff where you're like you could have wrote this to me in an email um, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. or not said anything at all, but exactly. <laughs> there, there's more, and I think that's a good thing to, to note too, whatever thing you are doing or whatever, you know, little side activity, hobby, whatever your skills are transferable. Yep. Um, and especially with communication, we need more people who can communicate ideas and this communic- mm-hmm. like have communication skills
1: um yeah just in general in the world that we
0: live in it doesn't have to go away because of technology if anything we need to know how to hone in those skills more
1: agreed uh especially in this day and age of the pandemic where things are still virtual like it is harder to command a room i've i've seen it every every so often with every meeting that i have it's like it's a big meeting someone's talking everyone else is doing other things as opposed to like in person like yeah you, know, you can't get away with that if you're all sitting in conference room you know Oh, um, oh, so this definitely helped me for sure, yeah. um, especially with presentations at work and just like even like presentations and events at my Filipino American uh, community, you know, with mm-hmm. all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know what else <laughs> you would say.
0: Honestly, <laughs> it's just so like a crazy, this? just
1: a crazy growth, honestly.
0: Like, just dawned on me too we didn't intend like maria and i didn't intend to not be in
1: person together when we were doing this no we literally like started this first it out episodes in are. there are a few episodes here there that are in person and, and now i it's feel just like become, those are more awkward
0: i honestly yeah that's because it's just us but like and we want to like there's we're not saying that we don't want to go back to doing stuff together or in person and like, yeah. there are little parts of like little ideas that I had rolling on in my mind that I've shared with Maria about like little like specialty episodes that yeah. we'd be doing on different featured things and then we can right. do them together. But it's just, I think that the convenience of being able to do it on zoom has helped us with the consistency, especially with a case of a schedule that, you know, I have, and you have during busy season. And yeah that's been really helpful, but we didn't intend to have to do it like this. So that was another thing too, right? Like we were like, oh yeah, we're going to do a podcast and we got everything going to do it in person. And then we were like, oh, wait a second.
1: Yeah. And like <laughs> the can't. funniest thing is like the beginnings of COVID ever, like it's crazy to like, listen back to those episodes. If, if people want to like, listen to like the first few episodes of COVID, um, we brought on like our first guests, like during COVID. Like yep. it was like a f- six seven way Zoom call, yep. the most we've ever had, and it was like maybe episode five or something. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. Like we were just starting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah. But it was and that's, wild. That's another thing too that I've been taking a lot of perspective on is that mm-hmm. not not celebrating your like doing things is is one thing, but when you add on the fact of like I did this during a global pandemic you have a little more like a grace with
1: yourself to be like wow this is actually this is an accomplishment like like yeah like no this was like at the height of COVID anxiety COVID like I don't know what the hell is happening situation we like had a podcast (laughs) like like we actually did shit during the pandemic which I mean is a feat in itself because like we were not mentally sane honestly (laughs)
0: I, I think that that's something that we try to definitely be true to. Through, I mean, if you go back and listen to a couple episodes, like we definitely show up wherever we are, just like, <laughs> like in half, life. You show up wherever the you are. time. I
1: feel like I show up, and I'm like, it is what it yeah.
0: is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we still, we still have the intention of
1: having conversation.
0: Yeah, and like having, it's a, it's a vehicle to move yourself forward from wherever. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's really like the the idea of our title be more is not about like the fact that you're not enough right because and as somebody who struggles with Mm -hmm. that as a complex um I really think that's something that we have to emphasize like I want to just emphasize Mm -hmm. the point behind our podcast is what we are saying right it's a way to move forward and by moving forward you're doing something to be more than you are right now Mm -hmm. so I have a I put a picture i don't remember where i read this from i guys i've taken stuff from i'm every single day i'm like reading books i'm listening to talks i'm like i'm on social like i don't remember where i get stuff from but i was reading about this analogy about every single day you have the choice to be a banana sure you can either be choosing to be in the process of like ripening yourself as a banana or rotting as a banana, okay. right? But a banana is <laughs> always moving forward, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it's either doing one or the two until like, it, but it's still like, that's like anything with like being biodegradable and disintegration and all that stuff. Like, so I literally made like a little, I'll share it one day I on our social, um, I made like this little sign that says ripening or rotting with like the banana in like different stages. And I put it above our sink in the kitchen
1: mm-hmm.
0: because you, life is gonna move forward anyway. Correct. Right. So the only thing that you get to control is what action you take in that movement forward and Sometimes you might have, you know, a day that, you know, you feel like there's a little rotten going on and that's fine. But like if more of your days are you moving towards ripening, then you are working on being more and you are moving forward and that's like my perspective of what this podcast is, no matter how you show up or where you are when you show up, like Mm -hmm. the progression happens and you can do something about the result of that progression.
1: Yeah, you have to take control of your own life trajectory is Mm -hmm. also like a mentality that I just have. Um, For sure. And like the pandemic was difficult, for all of us <laughs> like yeah. i'm sure there's no one on this earth that hasn't been affected by the pandemic in any which way and mm-hmm. the fact that we did this and continue to do this is just like mm. it's, it's seriously just a feat in itself like uh, yeah. the creative process during a pandemic is probably so strained just because you, you're just trying to survive That sure. the fact that we just did this just for our own sanity is is just amazing honestly yeah
0: and that's that's like The, the growth that the two of us have had, and and there's been stuff over the last two years between like stuff that I experienced with family and just like personal stuff, I hit probably some of the lowest lows that I've hit. Yeah. Along with, you know, and the COVID, but like also still experiencing some of the highest highs, but if, I mean, nothing in terms of you relating or making comparisons to yourself Mm -hmm. You're with yourself to us by any means, but just for us to be able to be an example of the fact that life is hard and you gotta keep moving. And for it's hard. <laughs> speaking for myself and like, and I know you said this too before, Maria. Like this, this podcast has been something that's been beneficial to us because that's the other side of it too, right? If you go into doing something consistently and you have a goal and you you know you have a desire and a drive, but As I'm saying this, I'm realizing that, like, I'm talking to myself right now, too. (laughs) But if you realize that it's not something that's beneficial for you, right? Like, you have to, or it's not serving you in some way, you have to know to let it go. And Mm -hmm. that's why we've had weeks where both of us are like, all right, I'm not in it, right? Yeah. (laughs) Or we're like, we got to skip this week. Cause it is, you're allowed to make space for that, for that, too. It's just that you have to feel comfortable enough in what you're working on to make that space. That's been my, it's really weird. I was driving I'm like really bouncing all over the place today. <laughs> I guess, sorry. I was driving and I've never seen anybody do this before but in the back window of someone's car, you know how when you walk into like HomeGoods or Michaels, mm-hmm. they have like the like little like letters on a plaque, like they're like the cutout letters on like one plaque that you can put yes. somewhere. Yes. So someone had the word grace in your okay. back seat and i've been hearing like give yourself grace give yourself grace give your like i uh, mm-hmm. don't give myself any graces um so like my thing for this year it's like i wrote in a post-it that's by my by my desk is make space for grace oh and that's like a hashtag covid life but also like a personal yeah yeah To not be so damn hard on yourself it's, it's very difficult to unlearn
1: that though I, we Oh, I gotta dumb, stop obviously but expectations are the worst <laughs> expectations external expectations but also the internal ones that you make for yourself are the hardest to outgrow oh, yeah. especially that... when they're
0: influenced by the external expectations of other people and you don't realize that they were built on that
1: right and it's also rooted in just like whatever trauma that you had in, in earlier in life and you just don't know how to fix it but i think the co- the pandemic has taught me to like not be always a hundred like you can't be at a hundred percent all the time that's one of the things i also learned in so therapy, glad when I went that to you therapy
0: learned that i yeah process on my learning remember that whole thing <laughs> that you said about learning curves they, yeah in your mindset
1: <laughs> yeah like it's not it's just human to obviously not function at 100 percent all the time it's literally one of the the first things that i learned in therapy and i've continued to digest <laughs> but i finally understand um but just going back to like not having consistent weekly like yes our goal is consistently weekly just like uploading stuff but like if one of us is having an issue who's gonna like what What pressure is like really like like mm-hmm. what's pressuring us to like consistently post weekly like it's just us. Mm-hmm. So like to even just like break that and like have like random weeks where we're off like a string of weeks where we're off and we're just like forgiving <laughs> of of ourselves is like A step up from when we were children. (laughs) So, and
0: honestly, it's a step up for me every time we do it, right? And we've talked about this on the podcast before too. When I, I don't, if I make a commitment, commitment to something, if I have to Mm -hmm. step away from that commitment for any reason, even this morning when I was telling my clients like I can't work in person and I had to do things virtually, like that was an issue for me. So this doing this has also made right, like made space for me to be graceful. in the fact that I can Mm -hmm. say like, you can adjust what you said, right? Like. and I get this weird I remember hearing a lot from different places like you made a commitment you have to stick to it or like your word is the only thing I
1: feel like yeah your word 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 is is... the only
0: thing you have like you can't go back on your word and it's like but but the person that I am I totally there are moments I like like, we talk about this all the time that it's so relative to the experience there are Mm -hmm. moments where I'm like you're not gonna learn how to develop a tough mindset or a persevere mindset, or like you're not gonna grow in anything if you're like, oh, this is too hard. I back out. Like, I understand in that well realm, like you committed to something, like do it. And mm-hmm. I I respect my parents f- for having my brother and I do that because it it sets a very good boundary for you to understand that shit takes work. And just because shit's mm-hmm. hard doesn't mean you can bow out. That was great. Mm-hmm. But the extents that that got pushed in like the performing arts world and even the academic world, like, then you start to, especially if you're dealing with somebody who's an empath and somebody who feels like they need to be in service of others. I stopped thinking about myself and only Mm -hmm. put other people's like considerations of how other people would feel in front of me. Mm -hmm. And that made it a black hole for me. So like, I get the whole, it's like such a, Moment by moment thing, but like it's been really good for me doing this because you, we hold each other accountable to stuff, mm-hmm. but like you being able to work with you and having you be my friend, but also be somebody that we like, we do this in a structured setting with. Yeah, it's helped me to be able to like streamline the fact that like, oh well, I, I nothing the world doesn't end and she's not mad at me and like nothing goes bad and like, yeah, I can like, take that and put it into like well then why don't I do that anywhere else, you know, and like literally literally, just into other things. So it's crazy how I'm happy we're talking about this because for Uh listeners, it might seem like, oh, they just show up and like have conversations about shit and talk for 40 minutes and like whatever. But there's a lot that's gone on and the ways that it's benefited the both of us to be able to do this. And I really hope that other people are seeing the benefit. And if you're somebody who has gotten anything from it, and you haven't reached out to us. We would love to hear from you because that's yeah. why we're
1: doing this. Yeah, for sure. And also, I mean, it helps that we're friends first. <laughs> like, you if we just to... it's so funny. <laughs> go ahead. Wait, no, can okay, no, finish your thought? And then I want to no. tell you my story. <laughs> no, it just helps that we're friends first, obviously, because like if we do have to skip a week, or if like the topic is like you know something that maybe we don't want to talk about, but like you brought it up or I brought it up, it's just like there's no literally hard feelings anywhere it's literally just like no okay we can talk about another um, time or like okay we can schedule for you know later in the week or whatever like it's not oh yeah and again that translate that should translate to other parts of your life i'm really talking to you because <laughs> I mean, I know, I know. like uh, same i every time in every professional setting or anything that has to do with some like profession or like a uh, career growth side hustle thing whatever there's literally no hard feelings because i know going in it's for whatever project or job i'm doing and not for the personality of the person i'm dealing with that's
0: (laughs) see like that's the difference between the professional environments that have been established Mm -hmm. in the systems that exist versus the way real life relationships work like what you, we are friends first. And that friendship Mm -hmm. means that there's an existing level of trust, there's an existing level of respect. There's an, there's existing levels of like understanding and knowing each other. And like, honestly, like aside from our communication skills and being able to talk to one another, like the trust part and the respect part are foundational to any relationship. Mm -hmm. And in a professional setting, so much of that isn't the first thing that's developed that's the first thing you develop in a friendship it's like like either you do that work or nothing else happens and there's none of that and that's also why when it comes to like having friends you you date in friendships too like you figure out who's gonna be the person and that i mean we'll talk about being scarred by those experiences (laughs) we don't do that first it makes space for not comfortable things to happen and in the professional environments we don't do that like nothing's about doing that first it's like oh let's do a really tiny little trial and you're gonna sign a piece of paper and if i decide I'm give you a and like there's no that's
1: true and like i th- not enough
0: relationship building and uh, you know it's, it's just funny
1: about- the way that you just said that like i do the opposite where if i have a new staff or if i have someone i'm working with i tend to have a relationship with them like a friendly one mm. because then that does build the trust and the respect right in both that's ways sure. up and down like If I'm reaching out to a boss or whatever, just to have a relationship with them, like that clearly they can trust me and respect me. Same thing if I go reach out to like a level one staff, like, okay, then that's, and then when it becomes work time, then I can be like, this has nothing to do with you as a person. I'm either being a boss or being a, you know, whoever, and and it just gets shit (sighs) more efficiently done.
0: (laughs) That's exactly why. It's the same, the same thing goes for being in a teaching role, right? Like, you have to have a relationship there, but I know for a fact that this is why Dan struggled so much with being in like leadership and management in a corporate setting, because like, I'm so happy to hear that you do that, but not like, not everyone does not to do that. Not most people who have been in positions for a long time, who are higher up the pyramid or chain don't necessarily do that. So for, for him, it was really frustrating because he would have somebody who was like, two bosses up from him yeah. would walk in and like you know tell him all of like give him all this grunt work and like tell him to change things and like he'd be like dude you don't even know my first name like who the hell are
1: you <laughs> yeah and
0: he made it, like made it a point to make sure that whether it was up or down or whoever he worked with that there was a relationship there and that's mm-hmm. why he had the community of people that worked with him and for him that he had because relationships matter yeah but far. it's funny it's so funny that we and Dan and I were literally just talking about this like yesterday because we had a we had a meeting for our, like we I'm a very different person when it comes to like business <laughs> than I am as just like
1: a friend but or you something would,
0: yeah like I like, um, and yeah. you see that too right like when we're in places where we're organizing things like I it's honestly it works way really better for you because you have a friendship with me but like we've never been like affectionate and overly affectionate with one another no. so like <laughs> you don't expect that from me right or like if and i'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth and i'm gonna say because you do this like we are on the same level when it we're comes on the
1: same to- wavelength with this yeah so
0: when you i literally told my husband yesterday that like the two of us having a business and me being his business partner is the worst thing it honestly <laughs> really is because and it's only now because we're going through like the trials and tribulations like you don't know what i'm like as a business person like you don't know what i'm like as a professional like i am a hard ass like i am very (laughs) detail oriented i'm super organized like i i we have a great relationship like i love you but like i also because we have that relationship and i know him well Mm -hmm. when things get uncomfortable i hold that shit right up to him because I know and I expect him to do it to me too because I know if that's going to get in the way for our business just like things could get in the way for our relationship we need to deal with it specifically he needs to deal with it or I need to deal with my shit so like I I told him in moments when like if we we just had a conversation about like the cat or we just had a conversation about anything else in life and then we turn around and have to have a meeting and like you don't know how to switch lenses to look at me as like
1: a business bossy
0: partner Brittany versus yeah. Like, yeah like bossy business partner bernie versus like this is my wife and my life partner who like i crack jokes about with like constantly mm-hmm. it's confusing
1: right because yeah.
0: that relationship is like it's also like the opposite of going from like you being very friendly and then having to switch gears there's a weird transition point but the yeah. more that you know one another and the more you talk outright about those things whether you're going from not professional to professional or professional to not professional whatever there has to be open conversation with it and i really truly believe i think that this podcast is totally like talks to that Mm -hmm. the people that you have friendships and really good relationships with are the best people to get into some type of like structure something professional setting yeah something with because you can have those complicated conversations or you can give each other the space that they need to deal with stuff you get the best of both worlds but only if you truly understand communicate <laughs> right and do that stuff and that's why it's hard to if it's too close and like it's, you and I don't live together so like there's no you know what I mean like right, we, yeah we have certain buckets that we fill in it is it's hard to work with your yeah. partner because there are a lot of roles that we take on for one another so it, like blur lines blur mm-hmm. um but It's like the relationship matters. Like, I we'll have a conversation, and I'll make him get really uncomfortable and deal with stuff that I know he doesn't want to deal with. Because you know how I am as a person, and like we are better afterwards Mm -hmm. because. Like, I can push you or talk to you in a way that if you were working with somebody else, they wouldn't know what the issue was, right? Like, if he gets frustrated about something or I get frustrated about something, I know him well enough to know that there's something going on behind it, right? Like what you said about, like, the verse, like, it's not personal, like, or business, like, sometimes it's just as important as, like, knowing that it is personal, not business. Mm -hmm. So, like, things that are, things that are going on behind the way people are feeling. So, I don't know relations which are super complicated and super <laughs>
1: important but it's the communication it's- at the end of the day isn't that because like there's always those horror stories that everyone um on the internet says like don't go into a business with your friends your close friends your partners whatever it's going to turn messy i just think that that's not right to say outright because it can it clearly it we're doing this you and dan are doing this like yeah like it's possible it's just people don't know how to communicate and that's just yeah. like an overall human thing and
0: there has to be
1: <laughs> there has to be some separation there's like different hats that you wear every day anyway like there's you personally like just you to the core other times it's you yeah. like you know at work which is a different hat you know totally. if you do like two other jobs like it's different hats or there. like there's
0: you if you're stressed or you're if literally you're... There's, like... there is you have different
1: you have yeah. different
0: ways that you show up
1: Exactly, and whatever you, whatever way you show up to, like you know, this podcast or like to whatever business or job that you have, like at the end of the day, it's not personal. No, unless you make great. it, unless you, unless you're like literally attacking someone personally. And the
0: way that you help make it not be that issue is if you know that person, right? If you Know yeah. somebody well enough to understand like something's going on, right? And you can speak yeah. to, you, and you make a place that's a space that feels safe. That was something. And I like I have to be totally—I didn't know how to make a safe space for Dan to actually talk about all of these things because I was just (laughs)
1: so—that's a a life skill.
0: Ignorant. I really, I honestly, I was really ignorant, and I didn't, I didn't have enough perspective. Dan and I are very opposite, like very (laughs) opposite, um, Uh in like when it comes to communication and and feelings and our experiences. We're different people, but yeah, I didn't know enough about anybody else's perspective or have been close enough to have to really like understand. So I was just a total asshole. Um, <laughs> and like, if you, you need to, and I didn't make a space that was safe for him. So, and that's a part of the hard thing at work too, is that when you're in a professional setting and you bring any of that stuff in, you don't feel like you can, you don't, people don't know you well enough outside of what you're doing for work. So you feel like you yeah. can't show those things and you don't want it to look like you're vulnerable. It's very complicated. I don't understand how we all survive in this type of structure, but that is exactly why, mm. that's why dan left the corporate world and that's why we have the business that we have together and why he you know is looking for he sense of community is super important to both of us and when it comes to Mm -hmm. the business that we have and and working with other people and bringing in our partners we build relationships first even with our clients and on the same way with bca like Mm -hmm. i when i work with dancers too that i spend so much time helping them heal the From like the traumas of what they've experienced in their their journey thus far and working on mindset because it's the stuff that i didn't have and why i dealt with all the scary shit that i dealt with Mm -hmm. but that communication directly infects whatever's going on in your head and if you don't feel like you have a safe space to unwrap it or unravel all of it you carry it all around in your head until it decides that it wants to you know set off fireworks and then you're like how am i supposed to do anything now Mm
1: mm-hmm yeah, I mean, literally <laughs> same instance from last week as, that you did, I had a thought and then just left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally, um, mental illness at, at its uh, prime. Yeah. I cannot remember, but whatever. Complex relationships. I can't it's done, remember shit. You. You'll
0: text me about it. And like, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah,
0: but I, uh, yeah, that's the essence of this podcast, guys relationships communication and mental
1: illness de-
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the mental illness that gets it's, in the way
1: it's still lingering in the bottom but of this every- talks about whatever. right i like, think
0: that we have such a we have such a prescriptive diagnostic definition for mental illness and like having mental health issues is dealing with this stuff every day yeah and like the the, the roadblocks honestly it's not even like a roadblocks because when i think roadblocks, i think like oh i can get out of my car and move that it's like you know how what? when you like drive in like, all those games where like things pop up or smack or you yeah. <laughs> what is that game called that i was telling you that dan got the fall guys oh the fall guys <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. That game, which is why that game makes me so anxious and i can't play it because I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. but like it's like that life is like that and dealing with your emotions feels like that and that in essence is what mental health issues are like you can't say shit. that you don't have to deal with mental health because mental health is that.
1: <laughs> yeah, like literally like, short-term memory loss is a real thing, clearly. Two seconds ago, I literally had a thought and just like left. I was like, okay, I don't remember what I was going to talk about. And not I even know. that, I don't remember what happened five minutes ago. So like yeah. mental health, <laughs> mental illness, if
0: Famster you Hamster memory. It's <laughs> oh, God. Well, two years, man. I'm proud of us.
1: Yeah, for sure. This is a a feat, honestly what do you Which think like
0: 16 17 year old us would say that <laughs> doing
1: this right now. <laughs> i sure short, shortened oh. version i think number one holy shit they're still friends number okay. two holy shit they're still alive <laughs> number three um they can talk <laughs> like yeah like, like who is that person <laughs> like they can talk like you know those are the probably the three things i would probably say
0: Well, I, I definitely think all of that. I think that, Oh God, I think that myself personally would go through that whole, I feel like I'd be like super embarrassed and I'd be like, Oh my, like the same way that I feel like I look at my parents sometimes when they do stuff. I'm like, Oh shit. Uh, I would definitely feel that at first, but I think that I, I think that I, after getting over all of that would be proud of myself Mm -hmm. for, doing what i couldn't do then and talking about the stuff that i i really was dealing with yeah, and things that i also feel like i was just too much in it and like mm-hmm. hormones and shit for like
1: there it, to yeah be 16 any. 16 17 year old me would not even know how to be proud of myself you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like that's even a foreign concept for that child mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna believe it because that's what that's
0: what, <laughs> that's what younger that's what old me now needs to think about how young me would see it um, yeah. But yeah I'm proud of us dude I am proud of us yeah
1: for sure so here's to another two years
0: <laughs> yeah let's see where it gets us yeah for sure Thank you for being a part of this journey we so appreciate it I hope that you enjoy our outro music sound too now <laughs> but just remember that wherever you are now and wherever you want to be two years from now you know. You don't have to be afraid (laughs) to do more or be more. You deserve to live your best life and whatever that looks like for you in the next two years.
1: Okay, bye.